It is so well defined what we have to do today. We got to go to work. We got to do. Hey, everyone. It's time for another uh, NFL in London podcast. Wade McWayne, Ryan Collar here. Hello. It's week 14. Uh, Man. Crazy. Crazy. It's only a few more weeks left. You know, we get into Christmas, World Cup. Do you think like like baseball fans think like, oh, man, I can't believe how fast the season's going. It's already September. I do. (laughs) I just feel like football must be the one that goes the fastest. Because I remember being like a hockey and a basketball fan. Never once was I feeling like the season flew by, but football just always feels. It like, does. I mean, I, I think because the weeks, one game a week, right? The so. weeks are numbered, so that that's a different thing. Whereas you know, baseball. That's true. All, the also the crappy thing in baseball is, in, as a Toronto fan, can attest to this. Sometimes you know that your team can be out. Well, yeah, you know, right? halfway like halfway through, in it's April. like it's June, and you're like, oh, we're we're so we're done. We're done. In so, May. Yeah. Oh yeah, May. If you're like you know, Cleveland used to be that way, and it's just like, oh, the season's over. Is it okay? Great, May, and then so you look, and then no fans want to come. So uh, it's a detriment to that. But uh, always the postseason. Um, you know, lots of exciting stuff going on in the NFL, though. Brady Griner's back. She's playing for the Cowboys, apparently. Yeah, uh, yeah Baker's back. Baker's back, and he lit it up on TNF. Well, that was, not, I, that was, was uh, it was a great, great thing. It was he was able to put some of the the Rams together, and it was a nice little surprise. It was terrible. It was terrible. Well, no, the drive was great. The everything the Raiders did was terrible. It All was, bad. It was, Josh McDaniels. Josh is, McDaniels is just a terrible coach. He's always been a terrible coach. And I think having those couple wins, people start feeling their. But Derek Carr was awful. Again, yeah. like this is a guy that gets couldn't. Like, this is a team that loses to Jeff Saturday, who's never coached before, and then he loses to a quarterback who's been on the team for like a day. Yeah, he only he knows like in. five plays. Yeah, he literally knows like the Madden Bear Book plays. He's he's and, calling out Cleveland Brown plays and people. What the hell? Are you, what are you talking about? Yeah, right. And it just it was just. And the Raiders, they needed this to get back in it. They were playing mm-hmm. around. It was just like, and then you have one of the worst losses of the year. I don't know, man. If I'm a Raiders fan, I'm not feeling great because even if you get rid of Derek Carr, you still got Josh McDaniels is going to ruin the next quarterback you bring in. So, yeah, you don't Carr bet was, on the house Derek there. Carr, Derek Carr yeah, last year was excellent. Like, yeah. The fact that they even blew up that team, like, they should have just get, kept rich. What was his name? Bonacci or something like yeah. that. Uh, and they yeah, should have Bonacci. kept him as the boss. And because he's brought him to the playoffs. And like when your coach gets fired, one of your players kills somebody and they still yeah. played the playoffs. And now you bring in this. And they still Stable. played for this guy. You know, they, they knew that he was he was more like a, a therapist almost like than a coach. You know, it's like we can do this, guys. You're healthier the Belichick, together. The Belichick tree is just a bush on fire. Oh, no one many... should ever, no one should ever take a hire from that tree again. No, it might it be one of the worst coaching trees of all time, which is hilarious. Maybe he only gives them part of the information. Or I don't think they... he does. I think that's kind of what he does. Or maybe they're just idiots. Maybe maybe he <laughs> surrounds himself with idiots. And then maybe. people are like, oh, we got a genius. It's like, no, I surround myself with idiots. And anyone who corrects them, he's like, you're fired. Yeah, yeah you're done. Yeah. Um, we got some good games this week. Let's get into them. Uh, you know, the big one that everyone's talking about, I think it's Sky. I'm not sure. But uh, Detroit Lions, who are the the, the worst record, uh, the, they're a loser team at five and seven. They're two point favorites Hard over the 10 and two Minnesota. But for good reason. Obviously, these guys played in week three um, and Detroit was lighting them up until Swift and Amon St. Ra got injured. Um, and now you've got a Minnesota team that their defense just got poured on. So you wonder, can can this uh, can you believe this line? Is this is this line well, for real? It's it's so it's the most disrespectful line to a ten and two team. I think in NFL history, I think I don't think any ten and two team has ever been an underdog 
against not layout. someone with a two points record. with a 51 point over under. So Vegas is saying lots record. of points in this one. Yeah, I, I think that'll happen. I think, that, yeah. again, the Lions look great. They Swift is looking better. They got St. Brown back. Just awesome. Just out there, just every week, just dominating. Doing what he has to. It feels like they didn't miss anything by trading Hawkinson. And Jared Goff's looked awesome. The D's coming around a bit, and they're winning. And even with that Buffalo game that they lost, they could have easily won that. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't see any reason why Detroit can't win this. Again, the reason I'm not going to take it, I'm going to take Minnesota for one reason only, just because of the disrespect. I feel like this disrespect mm-hmm. of the 10-2 is really going to feed into their performance. I think sure. I think you're going to see. And because if you're Minnesota, you can't lose this, right? Everyone already thinks you're frauds. And it's a, it's a divisional game, too. It's a divisional game, but it doesn't matter. You've already wrapped up the division. That division's in the bag, almost, pretty much. I think if they win, they wrap up the division. Not if you're but, a Packers fan. Yeah, but what I'm saying, but like, if you lose this game, it just makes what everyone thinks about you true. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go with Minnesota just because I feel like this this is super disrespectful. And if I was a Minnesota fan, I'd be out there. Like, Justin Jefferson having a big game. Cousins in a dome. He plays well at 1 o'clock. The six o'clock game. So I'm going to go with the Vikings to win uh, 30 to 26. Yeah, I'm with you in the disrespect. And and, and I, I can see it playing out in this sort of format that, that Minnesota does strike first and, and Detroit, as they always do, have to come from behind and rally back. Uh, they seem to golf seems to sort of chug it together in the second half. I, I think Detroit, though, is on the right side of this. I think they're going to beat them. Uh, and I think Minnesota will take a big lead. Detroit will come back, erase that lead, and I've got a Detroit winning 31-27, lots of points. I think it could be ugly, though. Like, even a fantasy point of view, there's going to be lots of points, but there's going to be ugly points, like interceptions, a lot of sacks. I think Kirk Cousins could get fucking... There will definitely be a Jamal Williams one-yard touchdown run, that's for sure. There will be something, but I've got... I've like got the to... sun setting, that that is guaranteed to happen. Speaking of guarantees, so I've got Mayor, uh, Detroit 31-27. Talk guarantees, guarantee, guarantee that this will be a good game. New York Jets uh, and the Buffalo Bills are playing each other. They played each other in week nine. Heck of a game there. Jets are seven and five. Buffalo is nine and three with a 43 point over under. It's at home this time for Buffalo. Ten point favorites. That's a big 10 pointer. Uh, It should be noted that Buffalo has put up some big spreads in the past couple of weeks against people. Uh, So 10 points is justified. Do you think your uh, Bills at home? Uh, are gonna no, win by I don't. Well, I think they'll win. I think the 10 seems just a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that the few things I think it's going to be another classic Buffalo crappy weather game where it's going to rain and snow, mostly probably rain. So it's going to be a bit low scoring. I think I don't think it's going to be a big shootout if the weather's crap. But if the weather's crap, I think that definitely benefits Buffalo. I think having the running quarterback and Josh Allen. And who's played in kind of crappy weather being from Buffalo. I think it's going to be a lot harder for Mike White. Again, like, remember last year, Mike White was the darling who threw for 500 yards. And mm-hmm. then next game threw four picks and got yeah. benched against Buffalo in Buffalo. So I think Vegas is kind of remembering that. It makes me a bit weird that Vegas is pretty confident. that It was nine and a half. It's moved up to ten in some. So yeah. they even think more so that uh, I think the Jets are a bit banged up on the offensive line so they can get to Mike White. Um, Tredavious White's back, so he's going to be able to take a uh, at least slow, hopefully, slow down Garrett Wilson. I don't know if you can really stop him. And again, the Jets have a great defensive line is going to be able to put pressure on Josh Allen, but I think the Bills are going to 
losing that game last time, I think they're going to want a little revenge coming. They haven't played home in like a month because of Detroit. And I think the crowd's going to really make it tough for the Jets. So I am going to pick the Bills to win, but I'm not going to go uh, with the cover. I'm going to go uh, 27-21 for the Bills. Six-point spread. Uh, yeah, I've got a 26-18. to 18. Uh, I think the weather is going to play a, a factor. Maybe they can get a few tire fires in North Tonawanda to heat up the field. But, uh, yeah, it just 10 points seems a lot for this one. Uh, you know, Buffalo, I think we'll get a beating. It, it, it's it's nice, but you know, once they once they get a lead, it'll be one of those things where I think they sort of take the foot off the gas. And, and the Jets' defense plays tough. Garrett Wilson has sort of dropped off in the past couple of weeks too. So well, I don't and for know. all the crap, all the crap that people have said about the Bills and the running game, they're the only team in the NFL who's ran it for a hundred yards every single game. Yeah. So and they're getting better. So and Cook Cook is starting to uh, really come around. They're really starting to use him now, and I think he, you know, he could surpass Singletary pretty much. I think he's he's now that way. Like it's, it's easy. He's he's solid and he's not dropping the ball anymore, which you well, know, that just, was sort of... he adds that level of explosiveness that yeah. Singletary doesn't have that speed. Yeah. So again, I think this is a perfect opportunity in games like this for screenplays, for little dump downs to 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 James Cook, make people miss in the wet. So I yeah. think I think yeah, I can see him having. A I would I would game. pick in fantasy. He's a good fantasy pick to look at because he'll be pretty cheap in daily. I imagine. very cheap in fantasy, uh, but also he's one of those guys in the past few weeks. If you've had him in your in your uh, weekly fantasy, uh, he started to get more points. You know, he got Starting a touchdown. To. So uh, a team that needs some points uh, and they need a quarterback. Uh, Baltimore is missing Lamar Jackson. He is injured, but another five and seven team is favored. Pittsburgh has come alive since T.J. Watt has returned to the team reviving a once-dead defense and basically keeping them in games, allowing Pickens and Pickett, Pickens, Pickett, you can't even say it three times, uh, to thrive. Five and seven, Pittsburgh's favored by two, over uh, with the over-under of 36 and a half. So they're saying not going to be big points in this one. Pittsburgh at home, Baltimore, uh, TJ Huntley, Ryan, he's he's been, as backups go, this kid's pretty thunder and lightning. Huntley has, yeah, last year he had a couple of decent games. Again, he's just the problem is is just that he has no weapons. Like you even saw last week, they took him to the last second to beat um, Denver, and they only scored ten points. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't mean. And again, you're going up against another defense on the road. Um, Huntley had a couple of good games last week, but I think I, I like this. The fact that Pittsburgh Pittsburgh's playing well, Pickett's playing better, the defense is playing is much stronger. They're at home. They're kind of feeling themselves. I think they've got a bit of confidence going. So I'm going to go to the Steelers to win this. I think they're going to be able to make Huntley make mistakes. Again, he's not going to be able to beat them down the field. It just doesn't have – it's not who he is. He's going to try and make some plays with his feet. But I, I just think it's going to be really tough for them to move the ball. And I think Kenny Pickett is is at least starting to show some improvement every single week. So I go Pittsburgh to win 20-17. to 17. I got Pittsburgh to win. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game, but I've got actually Baltimore to cover it. I've got 21 to 20. I think it'll be one of those close games, missed field goal kind of things where it's like, eh. Uh, but it is going to be a defensive battle, an ugly well, the game. The over-under is 36. 36 and a half. And a half. So, you know, even I'm, you know, I, I could be. That's low. That's it is low, low, 36 and a half. So, I, yeah, you, you wonder what Vegas is thinking. I, I agree. It's, it could be very low. It could be one of those baseball scores. But I've got a 21-20, and I, I might revise that if I look at the weather tomorrow. Uh, a game that has divisional consequences. Uh, uh, Philadelphia is 11-1, and and boy, are they ever 11-1. and um, Although they lost Robert Quinn. <laughs> Chicago yeah. traded him, he gets hurt. Sorry, I, it shouldn't laugh at a man's misfortune. <laughs> but it's nice to offset something, and um, and then it turns out to be a lemon. Um, New York Giants, 7-4-1. and one. Uh, After the tie 
last week. Everyone loves a tide at yeah, that was long 45 uh, points is the over under in this one. Philadelphia favored by seven. Uh, Philadelphia could really just put the boot to the throat uh, of the division here with a nice, another big win uh, and, and put New York in the, in the past. Uh, yeah. I, I don't see why they wouldn't. I just, again, I think New York's starting to now crumble a bit. Again, that game last week was just rough to watch for, especially from a betting perspective where I had mm-hmm. Washington and you just sitting there like, just kick a field goal. They, they yeah. did a great comeback. Giants are playing better. They play strong. Philly's, I think the fact that Saquon just doesn't look the same, he's saying he's injured. He's might, he's questionable now. So they do, it's a chance he might not even play. And if that's the case, like this should just be over. I think Philly and Jamal, um, Jalen Hurts, sorry. Jalen yeah. Hurts really want to, uh, like he's kind of established himself as a front runner for MVP. And I think oh, he gosh, wants yeah. to keep yeah. that going. So I'm going to go with Philly to win this. I think they're just the stronger team, especially after that beat down in Tennessee. It just feels like there's not, any drop off. It just feels like they're just getting stronger and stronger. They can pretty much do whatever they want on the ground. So I think the fact that it's in New York might keep it a bit close, but I still think Philly wins uh 27-17. Yeah, it's it's really hard to find ways aside from Saquon how Daniel Jones is gonna to really find, you know, time to score in this one. Uh Philadelphia is now just starting to get it. And I think that you know they can establish the running game. They've AJ Brown <laughs> You played so well, a general manager. Got yeah, fired, I know, right? You know, uh, so <laughs> that might be one of the greatest games of all time. Yeah. Uh, so when you have that sort of action going on with your wide receiver core, I just can't see any way that New York. Uh, you know, it's one of those games, seven points, but I can see Philadelphia covering. I've got it twenty-eight twenty. Um, New York, New York's defense keeping Philadelphia humble a bit, uh, and the weather playing a factor in it as well. It's a battle of Ohio as Deshaun Watson is rubbing tugging his way uh, to a divisional matchup with the Cincinnati Bengals. Cincinnati and Joe Burrow are looking good. They're looking good. Joe Burrow, uh, for a guy who's coming back with an eight and four team now uh, against the Cleveland, uh, you know, the if if it weren't for talk of Jalen Hurts for MVP or obviously Russell Wilson, well, um, there, there would be Joe Burrow. Uh, Cincinnati favored by five and a half, but these two teams play each other um, fiercely. Uh, Ohio, this is always well, a, if it's always one of those matches. Like oh, I don't want to bet on Ohio. Well, it's yeah, it's a tough one because Burrow's never beaten. It's only team he hasn't beaten Cleveland ever in his career. Mm-hmm. I think he's zero and four. Yeah. So um, in his career, so and then you have Russell, and then you have uh, sorry Deshaun Watson, who is just basically throwing balls into the dirt all day long. He looked awful. Like, yeah, truly, he's two years out of the game. He looked he looked washed up, is what he looked. And he well, looked... the thing is, you you I just think there's just this idea that like, it's not like riding a bike being an NFL quarterback. No, this idea that he could just walk on and just again, I think anyone who had higher, I think everyone had higher expectations. I don't think anyone expected him to play that bad. They scored yeah. like twenty something points, and like, none of that was all. It was all defense. <laughs> And, and I mean, teams. yeah, for a guy who's supposed to be at the practice facilities, who's been there, been with the team, doing everything, it looked like he was even part of the team. Like, they yeah. just had such disconnect. He just looked old, you know, well, and it was... Yeah, he didn't look great. And that's the thing, like, do, if Brissett was playing, I'd probably pick Cleveland to cover. Yeah. But the fact that he... I just need to see more from Deshaun Watson. I think going into Cincinnati is going to be tough, especially if you're going against an offense that can move the ball and score points. Now you're going to have to keep up. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if he's got it in him yet. I think... Again, this all this stuff is try has done damage to him, and I think he's trying to pretend like it doesn't matter and it doesn't get to him. But 
if it keeps getting like this and you watch a baker do these 98 yard drives, it's going to be hilarious to see the reaction <laughs> of Cleveland at the end of the year. I think most of them have just kind of been like, all right, this year, just let him get, get his legs back and we'll start next year. But so I think Cincinnati really feels that they can make a run. They got the tiebreaker against uh, Kansas City. They have yeah. Buffalo coming up in a couple of weeks on a Monday nighter. It's going to be an awesome game. So um, I think they're just feeling themselves. Joe Burrow's got the swagger. Uh, so I'm going to go with the Bengals to cover. Uh, I'm going to say 27-20. Uh, 27-20. The line is five and a half. That's what I had it at. Um, yeah. Uh, so yeah. Cincinnati 27-20. Yeah. I, man, I just, it, again, you go back to that 0-4 record. And I think that's going to be a, a factor here. The, the thing about Watson last week uh, is a really low hanging bar now, you know, like, okay, first game back, you look like crap. So you can only really get better. Um, but it's also the running game. Now I love how Cincinnati's defense has come alive. Again. Look at Denver. You can always get worse. You can always get worse. <laughs> Denver but people I, think, keep thinking to themselves, well, it can't get any worse. And then the next yeah, well, then, then it's still not points. cooking and salmonella for everyone. Yeah. Uh, I, I just I think Chubb and Hunt will play a factor in this one. I think the running game and these. Two I don't guys... think Hunt plays a factor anymore. I think it's only Chubb. I don't remember the last time Green Bay think... even did anything. Well, I think they're going to have to in this one. I think the partnership's to... about to be. Yeah, to I think. That, well, they should get rid of one of them. them any them. team would be happy to to have the Hunt be in the hunt yeah. for Hunt. Well, but he's got... going to be a free agent next year. I think. So. Yeah. Uh, I've got uh, Cleveland to cover it. I, so I've got 28-24. I got four points. I think that they'll win. Cincinnati will win, but there's still that bugaboo in Ohio. Bugaboo in the AFC South as Jacksonville has showed signs of brilliance, but also signs of ineptitude. They're four and eight. They're visiting a Tennessee team, seven and five. Uh, we've had Tannehill sort of getting injured. Uh, Burks, who got rocked last week. Yeah. Um, three and a half point favorites here. And, and you sort of wonder, they have command of this division, but do they really? You know, they're seven and five now. 41 points is the over under in this one. And these two teams, again, this dumpster fire uh, competition between them. These guys play competitively. It's always one of those weird games. Um, how do you like Tennessee? At well, home? I don't like Tennessee. I bet on them last week to cover because I thought they're just that team that always seems to show up and keep games close. And they just got embarrassed by Philly. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, yeah, the Burks loss definitely hurt. I don't know if he's playing this week. Um, it doesn't that, look yeah. like it, but... Um, again, yeah, I think Jacksonville can keep it going. I think uh, Trevor Lawrence is a bit injured, so we don't know if he's going to play. I think the fact that he's in Tennessee and coming off a bad loss, Mike Vrabel seems the type of guy that gets his team back fo- back focused. Mm-hmm. Um, so the fact that they're at home, I think they can get Henry going, which they didn't really do against Philly. So, um, yeah, I just think Tennessee is just better coached, and I'm not sure what's going to happen with Trevor Lawrence. So if he's a bit banged up, they're going to come at him. So I think it's going to be tough on the road. I go with Titans to win um, 24-21. I'll take a cover, though. By cover, Jackson. cover. Yeah, I, I'm with you on that one. I don't know if you watched. So we were, Andre and I were watching the, the, the game last week and uh, saw that Trevor Lawrence injury. Oh, my God. The way his leg went down and it's like, oh, like it was just, it just looked so painful. And then he's back again. I have a theory that Trevor Lawrence has a twin. Yeah, they both suck, but they both play football. <laughs> and they just alternate. It's like a Freaky Friday thing. Because how he was able to come back after that leg injury, if you watch that role, it was crazy. Um, but the team is still sucky. Uh, again, these two teams, they just play so competitively against each other, and they're so tight. Um, and they're still missing pieces on each team, but they still have flashes of sort of brilliance. And I think the brilliance will come on Derrick Henry uh, and Jacksonville, hopefully Christian Kirk. 
but I've got Tennessee to win, but Jacksonville to cover it. 28-26. Deep in the heart of Texas, uh, Houston having a loss uh, last week to uh, their nemesis, Deshaun Watson. The booze couldn't cancel him. Try Twitter. But they're okay. facing a Dallas Cowboys team, and them boys are 9-3, and three, and them boys laid a beating. They laid a beating last week. Uh, 17 well, and a against... half. 17 and a half yeah, is the line nice. in this one. Um, Houston has even gone back to Davis Mills. But they never should have got rid of Davis Mills. He's clearly better than Kyle Allen. And and if you think Davis Mills is the problem with your team, you're not paying attention. Mm. There's so many problems with this team. It doesn't have a great offensive line. It doesn't have great weapons. It doesn't have a good defense. It gets pretty much run on anytime it wants. And it doesn't have a great coach in Lovey Smith. I just he's not a guy that doesn't feel like he's going to be the guy to fix the quarterback position, mm-hmm. especially an older conservative coach. That doesn't defensively have a minded, defensive coach. minded that doesn't have a track record with young quarterbacks. Like it's a recipe for disaster and they're going to have the number one pick in the draft. 17 is just nuts though. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I can't do that. I, I, I get it. People seem to just get really overexcited about the Cowboys all the time. It's hilarious. Like, yeah. like oh my God, Cowboys, Super Bowl. And then, and then it's like, once they play a tough team, like they get punched in the face and they're like, we're the worst team in the league. And then they they go from 17 point favorites to six point underdogs. Like, they're the yeah. emotions of the of the maybe the guys who do the lines of Vegas are Cowboys fans because this feels like an emotional response. It, well, after it. the beatings, but yeah, and Houston not being able to put up points, but it does seem a uh, it's a huge line. It's a huge line. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Dallas to cover, but I'm gonna say or sorry, Houston to cover. I I'm gonna say thirty to fourteen. I say thirty to fourteen. So that sixteen. Yeah, I've got it yeah. thirty to sixteen. Um, yeah, I, I, I can't I can't take seventeen and a half. I mean, I could see it, but you know, Houston. One that one of the things they're good at is stopping the run. So Pollard and, and Zeke are going to have a struggle. So it's going to be on Zach. Um, I can think Schultz will probably light it up. Um, but you know, Houston's defense, and I think we'll be able to keep it. It's it's one of these Texas games too. It just have a weird feeling. I, I don't it's, these state games. I don't like. I'm not going to touch a state game with with uh, a line like this. So yeah, I cover thirty to sixteen. I don't like. I don't like seventeen and a half. Let's go to the nine o'clock games here or the 4 p.m. games. If you're in the East Coast or wherever the hell else you live in the world, Kansas City Chiefs ooh, took one on the chin from their old pals, the Cincinnati Bengals last week. They're nine and three, but they're nine point favorites over a Denver team who is cooking. Eh, not really cooking. They're sort of simmering. Yeah, not even that. Uh, sort, of, sort of like thawing and rotting on the counter, like chicken you leave out for too long and wonder if you should eat it. They're three and nine. And uh, they're at home, and it's 44 points is the over-under. Um, you know, Denver had a tough loss. Um, but uh, now they're facing – now, apparently, there's also a problem going on. There's some sickness or illnesses. Apparently, there's a few bugs going around. So keep a watch on this. I don't, I, I read about this. Around. Yeah, but some of the locker rooms, you, you always want to watch because if, like, four or five guys get it, you're like, ooh, okay, well, that's something to look at in betting. Um, but Kansas City, their defense has struggled. Uh, and now they're facing a Denver defense who's all right, um, but not as good when they got rid of Chubb. Nine points. What do you think, Denver at home against oh, Kansas City? Yeah, I, I think they've won, like, God knows, 13 straight or something against Denver mm-hmm. right now. Mahomes has never lost, I think, to Denver. I think Denver's defense is that good that it can keep close, but the problem is like, Russell Wilson can't score 10 points. They like, can't mm-hmm. get 10, yeah. 10 points. It's just... 
it's it's just too much. I I can't do it. I I I bet on Denver last. I think it was last week when they were nine and a half point favorites. And I was like, they'll at least keep it close. Yeah. When they play bad teams, they'll yeah. they'll always lose, but they'll keep it close. Yeah. But when they play good teams, I just can't. Like if the Chiefs scored twenty one, I just there's no way Denver's doing that. So I'm gonna go with the Chiefs to cover. I think Ooh. coming off the loss last week. I think they just they just have Denver's number, and I think it's just going to be a lot of booing on the a lot of booing for Russell Wilson, and it's not going to be fun. He's not going to be saying let's ride after this. I think Chiefs are going to be pissed that they now lost the one seed. They know every they basically have to win out to have any yeah. chance at it. So I'm going to go Chiefs uh, twenty seven to thirteen. Yeah, no, I can see it. I can see him playing angry. Uh, I just it's the mile high. It's cold. Uh, I just, the Denver defense, I think at three and nine, Russell Wilson has got to try to do something here uh, and he won't do anything. Kansas city's going to win, but a nine points to me still just feels a little too hard. Uh, especially with the way Denver's defense, they just sort of choke you and keep it sort of close enough, uh, when you're getting beaten. So I, I'm going to go 28 to 20, uh, in this one. So I think that Denver is going to cover it. Wow. Uh, 20 points. You think Russell Wilson? I think, well, I think their defense will get I think their defense will get the points. And I think because uh, Kansas City's defense also sucks. Carolina is facing Seattle team who was everyone's darlings to begin with, but it seems like they're on a bit of a downslide. They're seven and five now, but Carolina's four and eight. What the hell is going on in Carolina? Seattle, three and a half point favorites in this one. 44 and a half is the over under. Running backs in Seattle are not looking good. Walker's injured. The other guy injured. Um, so the running game, which uh, Gino was relying on for so long, um, is not looking as stalwart as it once was. How do you like Seattle at home? Well, I like the fact that it's at home. I think Carolina is a bit pluckier now. They're a bit fun to watch. At least Sam Darnold's more interesting. Um, but I think Seattle at home, Gino looked great last week. I think three touchdowns, just moving the ball. He's got the confidence that losing Walker hurts, but I think they are the better team and they're still kind of fighting in that division. So they're, they really need a win and every game at home is huge. So I feel they're the better coach team as well. Cause you got one with the interim coach. So I'm going to go mm-hmm. with Seattle to win this. I think they are better, but I think it's going to be a pretty low scoring game. I'm going to go. 23, uh, 17 for Seattle. I, you know, I like Carolina to cover this one. I, I think Carolina, you know, they get the running game going. It's one of these things now, if nothing to lose. Seattle is sort of, you know, wounded, you know. Uh, their their sort of luster seems to have gone. But I still like Seattle to win it, uh, but it's Carolina to cover it. I've got 24-22. I just think Carolina, you know, they're the four wins, but they're close. Some of them are close enough wins. And the defense is strong enough. They're going to give Geno enough problems. Um, you get the running game going of Carolina. Uh, yeah, I've got them. I've I've got them. And then plus, yeah, you're watching Baker gone. So, uh, you know, they were like, uh, they want to say an FU. 24 22. Oh, this is going to be a nice game. The uh, battle, it's, uh, well, battle of Tom Brady, really. Uh, Tom Brady, where he plays now, and Tom Brady, where he'll probably play next year. Yeah. Tampa Bay is six and six, and they're visiting a San Francisco team who are Brock, or Brock Purdy. Brock uh, Purdy. Brock Purdy. Eight who, and who'd four. have thought? Tom Brady would be underdogs. Well, three and five. And you got this guy. I mean, it shows you. And we were talking about this. I was talking with Andre about this last week. But um, San Francisco, you could basically put a monkey in there and and run it. It's the team runs pretty well. The defense is good. Just here you go, Mojo. (laughs) 
and he just yeah. makes it go. Uh, no offense, Brock Purdy, I'm not calling you a monkey. But uh, let's be honest, that team is is so good that way. Yeah, um, they get, Tampa was, Tampa's bad. They're just watching. And they've them. got They're more injuries bad. as well. Worfs, like, apparently there's more sickness. How they even won that game against the Saints last week was ridiculous. Like, yeah. They shouldn't have lost that. Like Mark Ingram going out of bounds. It was just, and then like, they just can't get any points in the first half. They're averaging eight points a half. Mm-hmm. I heard on a, on another podcast, um, and I was just like, "That is just nuts for a Tom Brady offense to just be this inept." Like he can't hit yeah. Mike Evans anymore. They got nothing to go going against the Niners D that pretty much is at home. He's going to be able to put pressure on Brady, and I, I just even with Brock Purdy, I just think the Niners are a better team, and I think they're Shanahan's just going to be able to do enough to to get this win. So. I have no faith that Tom Brady can even score like 20 points against this defense. So I'm going to go 23-17 for uh, the Niners. I just, I think Brock Purdy will be fine. I don't think he's going to blow it up. I think he'll have a couple of mistakes, but he'll, he'll get the win. Yeah. I've actually, I've actually got a 23-16 for the 49ers. I, again, it's, it's, you know, he's going to be inexperienced and and they're going to take advantage of that. How left, which has his job, I, I still don't understand how this, you know, is how this all going on with Tampa. It's like I thought Tom Brady would be angrier about the, this six and six, but I don't know. Maybe he's not um, because I think Brock Purdy will be his understudy next year. Uh, and Jimmy Garoppolo will probably end up on the Colts because they end up with bad broken toys. Um, yeah, I got the 49ers to win. They just they got too much talent, he, you know, especially adding McCaffrey. It's just exactly. one of these teams that the defense just does the work. And Ayuk, you know, Debo, everything. You've just got so much there um, that it's one of those teams that all you need is a good quarterback. And the, holy crap, that team, you, you got a legacy for a few more years. But uh, yeah, 23-16, Tom Brady takes a loss, um, but probably gets a lot of business cards and meetings for his taking over of the franchise. Going on to the next game. The Chargers against Miami. Miami is eight and four, and man, they want to take some peace out of the AFC East. But LA Chargers are also six and six. Fifty-three Oof. points is the over/under. Our Justin Herbert, uh, you know, up and down, man. They've they've they're six and six, and I think a lot of people expected a lot more out of this team. Um, but Miami at eight and four, um, you know, they need a win. There's they do three they point got favorites a- in this one. And Miami's got tough matches coming. They got Buffalo next week, mm-hmm. they, and uh, they got the, the Patriots again. They have the Jets again. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be really. I think it's a must win for Miami. I think the Chargers again it should be better than they are again. They were a Super Bowl pick for lots of people, and now it's the same story again. Yep. It's like every single year, it's the same thing. It's like his, his receivers get injured. Like you can't trust Keenan Allen or Mike Williams. They're always injured, both of them. They're just heavily reliant. And then you have one of the worst coaches in the league, Brandon Staley, just from yeah. tip to it goes from one spectrum to the other of being super conservative and then insanely risky. So I just think Miami, I think coming off that loss last week, it's going to be, I think it's going to be a really close game. I think Miami's better coach. So I'm going to go with Miami to win this. I think the Chargers just, they just charge her. They just, they just won't get out of their own way. Yeah. The fact that they're home means nothing to anyone anymore. Um, I'm gonna go 27-24 for the Dolphins. I'm gonna say a nice push. Of the, push. Ah, uh, yeah, I'm with you on this one. I actually got a 28-26. I think that the Chargers will cover just because of the the home fans uh, that will just keep them inspired. Um, it's two guys in a taco truck. Um, 
Yeah, it's it's Miami's, you know, struggling here. And and even with the change of the defense, they're still struggling. But L.A., the, the Chargers really need this. You know, I know the, the, the competitiveness of, of you know, the, of the quarterback situation there. And you, you basically got to, you know, he's he's got to get a win. And so yeah, I, I yeah. think they're going to try to keep this close. 28 to 26. Um, it'd be a good game, but also uh, kind of sucky. Red zone it. Uh, it's actually the late game, so it's so you won't yeah, be able to. Yeah, it's a night game. Uh, Monday night game. Oh, Monday night. Uh, New England. They're six and six, uh, and they're one and a half point favorites over an Arizona Arizona squad that can only be described as disappointing. Four and eight. Um, you know, Kyler Murray. They're consistent. And, they're consistent. Well, consistently disappointing. Forty four points is the over under, and after all the money spent on this kid, after all the the, the hopes and and how well they had done in previous uh, years to watch this sort of collapse really uh four and eight uh to be you know uh at home and still be underdogs yeah i think i don't know this is again you got two offenses that look lost you got one where mac jones is screaming at matt patricia to throw the ball down the field and you got the other where it looks like you have a coach and a quarterback who don't even like each other anymore because they're talking shit to each other in the either on the field or in the press conferences after Kyler's getting called out by old ex-teammates. It's all coming like, to yeah. be a disaster of being like, why do we give this contract to this guy? So um, Arizona has to win this. I just, this is like an impossible. I would never bet this game in a million years. Um, I'm going to go with the Patriots. I think that they're just better coached. They have the better defense. And even though Arizona's at home, I just don't, I think it's just over for this. I think you're witnessing the end of a marriage between yeah. Kingsbury, <clears throat> sorry, Kingsbury, in Kyler. So um, I think it's going to be ugly. I don't think it's going to be very high scoring, but I'm going to go 24 21 for the Patriots. Ugly indeed. Uh, and Arizona at home. I mean, this is a prime time game, Monday night. It just, it's to me, Arizona really needs this. And you can't, you know, when you're an underdog uh, to the Patriots and Bill Belichick, and you can also smell blood on the water with the Patriots. So there, there's just, there's problems going on in Boston. Um, I like Arizona to actually upset and win here uh, only because it's, you know, Kyler really has to do an FU. Um, they have to, and in and, and New England struggles with running quarterbacks, you know, Bill Belichick struggles, you know, just like Justin Fields ripped him apart. If Kyler Murray is able to just use his legs and run around and make options happen, the Patriots and Juden, I mean, who are great, are going to struggle with it. So I, I think that's Arizona's only real ability. And I think they can use it 24 to 21. That is it for our week 14 picks, everyone. Hope you enjoyed them. Uh, make sure you follow us uh, on all the socials. We're not on TikTok, though. Uh, too old and, and, and lazy for that. Uh, but uh, thanks for listening. And uh, make sure you check out the website, too. NFL in London. Join us on DraftKings. Always very fun. Thanks for listening, everybody.